0: You're listening to the unorthodox podcast, The New Road to Success. And I'm your host, Ben Shaib. And I'm excited about our next guest today, Vince Reed. He started his online business in 2008 after losing everything during the mortgage meltdown. After failing to earn a single dime for six months, Vince focused his efforts on mastering internet traffic in leads, allowing, his, allowing him to earn his first commission of $6.73 then leading him to build a multi-million dollar business. Vince sold his first company in 2016 and now operates the CEO of several online companies, speaks all over the world, helping entrepreneurs and business owners get more traffic and leads for their business, leveraging the power of the internet. Glad to have you on, Vince.
1: Thanks for having me, man. I'm excited.
0: Yeah, so I've got this question. So if you were to choose any two famous people to have dinner with, who would they be?
1: Wow. Honestly, right now, you sure you want the honest answer?
0: <laughs> I want the honest answer.
1: President Obama and President Trump. Could you imagine that dinner?
0: Oh, that would be incredible. <laughs> Tell me more about that.
1: Oh, man, I just think it would be awesome just to sit there and see both perspectives. I think both guys are honestly brilliant in their in their own ways. And I just think that, uh, you know, I'd be able to learn a lot from both of them.
0: Yeah, I, you know, regardless of how you feel and where you are on the political scheme, um, it's so interesting. I find it fascinating that you know the more polarizing you are, uh, the, it seems like that's the better. It is, regardless if it's good or bad, it seems like you just get a big following. I I just don't understand it.
1: Yeah, it's crazy, man. It just and you know, that's it's to be honest with you. You know, we've kind of played around this year doing a little bit more edgy type of marketing and hands down, man, it's it's all about the attention. You know, I, I forget who said it, but, you know, sometimes even negative publicity is, is, is good publicity. So not saying you need to be negative, but my point is sometimes you have to be a little edgy to get people's attention.
0: And yeah, to get people to pay attention. Yeah. So I'm looking at this book, and I really appreciate you sending this to me, and I find it fascinating. It's The Internet Traffic and Leads. So t- why'd you write the book?
1: You know, it's one of those things people kept telling me, write a book, write a book, write a book. And, you know, for me, what I do, it's it's, it's pretty technical. You know, you know, I focus on paid advertising, pay-per-click marketing. Um, it's always been something that's fascinated me from the very first second I found out about it. And I always resisted writing the book because of the how fast technology changed or changes, I should say. So, um, you know, I had the chapters laid out in terms of how I wanted to write it for years and it just kind of kept coming together. And then when I sold my company, I woke up and I said, you know what, now it's time to write the book. And I literally and there's a chapter in the book of how I wrote it. I wrote the book in literally seven days. So, um, and I know some people could say, well, how kind, how much value can you put in in seven days? I wrote the book in seven days, but it took a year to basically put out after the editing and adding a lot more to it. But the bulk of it was, was written in seven days. And, and, uh, you know, it was one of those moments where I don't even remember the days because I would wake up at 4am and write all the way to like two or three, but, wow. uh, you know, I was, people say, Vince, you were kind of enlightened that week. It was weird. Like you just kind of went in your office and you, you grew a beard and
0: <laughs> it was just
1: well, a very, very weird experience. But from what I've heard, people tend tend to like the book. So I'm excited about it.
0: Sorry about that. It seems like I have my mic on mute. Who'd you write the book for?
1: Uh, you know, that was the thing. You know, the book is titled, you know, Internet Trafficking Leads The Past, Present and Future of Online Marketing for Entrepreneurs Who Want to Win. So in my mind, I was writing it to every single entrepreneur out there who understands how important marketing and lead generation is. And, you know, it was really, you know, that people might say, well, Vince, that's pretty broad. But if you have a business and you invest a single dime into paid advertising, I would say this book is definitely for you.
0: Uh, Great. So, you know, why did you get started In online marketing, I mean, what was the defining moment? I know I read a little bit in your bio that you had the mortgage meltdown, but you could have went and had a regular job. So why did you go off on your own and start a company?
1: Well, you know, to be honest, I was looking for a regular job. Uh, You know, I was trying to hold on to the whole, you know, mortgage industry phenomenon and banks were basically, you know, going under every single day. And then one day... Um, a broker friend of mine basically said, Hey, come work with us. We want you to do FHA loans here. They're the only loans that are getting approved. And I was like, okay, great. And I went and worked with him. And literally within the first week I had submitted like seven or eight files with all clean approvals. And for those of you who know what FHA loans are, basically, if you had an FHA loan, you could do what's called a streamlined loan back then. As long as you didn't have any lates on your mortgage and you'd get approved. So there were a lot of people that were getting denied. This is when banks were going under. No one was lending. But long story short, I got this message from the bank. I One day I went into work and the subject line, or I shouldn't say a message. I got an email. The subject line said, sorry. And I knew what it was. I opened it up and they basically said, we can't fund these deals. Everybody's going under. We don't know what's going to happen. Tell you, call your um, customers back and you know, tell them that we can't do it. So I called them all back you know, one by one, getting cursed at, called all kinds of names, a few racial slurs here and there. Mm. And it was just the worst day of my life. And I remember I packed up my files. And at that point I was just done. I'm like, no way am I doing this ever again. And I, you know, got all my bags and I got to the door literally. And I stopped and I said, I cannot go home and tell my girlfriend and my wife at the time, or my gr- my girlfriend at the time, now my wife that, you know, it's done because the day before. I was like, oh, I'm back, because my home was in pre-foreclosure at the time. I didn't have any money. Uh, I remember I was like a month away before I was leasing a car at the time. My lease was going to be up, so I was going to be without a car. It was just the worst time. I was depending on those files, and they were going to pay me like 50 grand. So literally with one email, I lost 50 grand. That would have saved my house and everything. So I said, I can't go home and tell her this. So I went on to the internet to Craigslist back then. That was like where you went to find a job. I went to the sales section. There was an ad that said, make money on Google. And that's kind of where I always say the internet found me. And it was this lady that basically said that, you know, you could make money on Google. And long story short, it was basically an ebook that she had that was teaching some basic Google AdWords strategies, but she was basically selling people into this direct sales opportunity. So I took her number down, drove home, and I remember having this feeling like, you know that feeling if you like ever buy a Powerball lottery ticket, and you're like, what if I won? Like, I literally had that feeling. And I could barely send an attachment on an email. Like, I was not computer savvy. Um, I always had processors and people that took care of all that in the mortgage days. And I got home. My wife, now my wife, my girlfriend looks at me and she's like expecting me to be all excited, thinking these deals were going to be fun because we were supposed to go to Docs that day. And I basically said, you know, what happened? I said, they denied them. But I said, but you know what? I found something else. And she's like, what? And I'm like, I'm going to make millions on the Internet. And then she kind of gives me this look and like you could just see the tears kind of beating up. But she didn't like knock my dream. She basically said, well, at least go do your research. And that was literally the defining moment of my life. Because as she said, you're an idiot. You don't even know how to use the Internet. I would never be here to this day.
0: Mm. It's good to have someone supporting you. Absolutely. Oh, that's great. You know, in your career or, you know, even whether it's your educational background and things that you've done, can you share with us an unorthodox approach to life, to business uh, that has really made a difference, you know, in your, you know, career or business or personally?
1: Absolutely. You know, when it comes to marketing and advertising, I think everybody, you know, wants to generate traffic at excuse me, and leads for whatever it is that they're doing. They, they want to build a big business. And a lot of people are doing what they think, they, what they think that they see is working. And a lot of times with marketing, specifically the, the people that really know how to do this extremely well, they're doing things that you really can't see on the surface. And a lot of people are trying to mirror them, but they're just, the mirroring is causing them to fail because that's not what's really happening. And for whatever reason, I understood this right away and I could see what was really happening. I, don't know, I can't tell you how, I just knew. Um, and for me, it was always about being able to, one, practice what I preach. So I didn't want to be the guy that bought a course and now I'm teaching you how to do the course because I just bought the course. I wanted to actually use it to build businesses mm-hmm. because I felt like those experience, experiences could really help me sell. So I'll give you an example. When I got started, I started off in like direct sales opportunity. so i never wanted to talk to friends and family so i would like generate leads of people like me who were looking for ways to earn additional income from home and then i would call them up and then obviously share with them my my business opportunity and i went on to you know build very a lot of successful companies that way but it wasn't about the fact that i knew how to just generate those leads that wasn't the thing that was going to make them you know get started or buy my products or services they had to see it and believe it for themselves so one unorthodox thing that I would do if I let's say you were online and you found, a, you know, some kind of capture page that said, you know, a way to earn income from home, fully legit, yada, yada, yada. You put your name and email in mm-hmm. and then you set up a time and I call you back and I call you back and I say, hey, Ben, I want you to go into Google and just search your name right now. And then you go into Google and you search your name and then it, an ad says Ben, it says Ben Shahib secrets how ben went from broke to earning money from home like the first thing you saw and you click on it and it's a video and i'm basically talking right to you and i make a generic video and it says this is the power of the internet it doesn't matter what i'm selling the key is to figure out what people are already searching for and you be there in front of them that's what i'm going to show you how to do hmm And when people would see that ad, them searching for themselves, they didn't matter what I was selling. They were ready to get started because I was able to show them the power of what I actually could do versus just saying, hey, I'm going to teach you how to get traffic and leads.
0: Uh, That's great. So let's take it to businesses out there because I know right now there are a lot of businesses, you know, when I look at small business, small to medium sized businesses, businesses that are earning 10, 20, 30, 100 million a year, they're spending money on marketing would you say they're overspending or just, or are they spending it in the wrong place? Are they getting taken advantage of? What are your thoughts on that?
1: You know, I, I do a lot of consulting. We work with a lot of different types of companies in a variety of different niche markets. And nine out of ten times, the companies are overspending by a lot. I mean, it's not even close. But it's all that they know. You know, it's kind of like, you know, you get a guy that's teaching how to flip houses on in on, you know, on, and at these home meetings, right? How to go flip properties or whatever. So they do these radio ads and they do these TV commercials that cost you know tens of thousands of dollars when they could be leveraging the internet and doing that for a fraction of the cost. So I don't necessarily know if they're getting ripped off or anything because if it's profitable, then obviously it makes sense. But I will, I will say that a lot of the times it's not the most cost-effective route that a lot of these companies are leveraging and it doesn't help that a lot of the internet marketers out there who are you know claiming to be agencies are the person that bought the course and then someone told them that you could be an agency and they go find a client but they're not really skilled at producing so it's kind of like a double edged sword but if you find the right person hands down i believe online is always going to be more cost effective and more targeted than pretty much any other medium out there and i will admit at the same time that i'm extremely biased because it's what i do each and every day but i will tell you i've worked with a lot of businesses that do traditional style of advertising and we've always been able to outperform whether it's direct mail tv radio um you know we've always been able to outperform them on the online no matter what the market is
0: yeah so so i'll give you an example because i have this question it's always been in my head, beating it down. Because, I, you know, I spent the last 17, 18 years in the higher ed market, right? Helping institutions, leading their marketing and sales teams. And I have found that that industry spends an average of, you know, 45 to $60 a lead on average, sometimes as much as $200 a lead on internet marketing to find a potential student. But you know, speaking with you and over the years that we've known each other, I've seen you do things at fraction of the cost. So what are these other companies, where are they making the mistakes? I mean, why do you think, is it the offering or is it the way they advertise? I mean, why is it costing them so much money to find prospective clients, students, customers, regardless of their industry?
1: Well, a lot of the times it's because of the strategy that they're leveraging behind the advertising. Most Businesses and marketers in general are very impatient, so their mindset is, I'm spending money on this ad, and whatever dollar I'm spending, I want to see that dollar back right away, or I want that dollar that I've just spent to have the potential to bring me money right now. Let me give you a, a classic example. Let's say you have $500 that you're about to advertise. Let's say you're spending $500 a day on a marketing campaign. It could be for any business. What most companies are going to do is they're going to say, "Okay, let's go spend that five hundred dollars and we're going to send them to a page that goes to like a, you know, some type of video sales letter or presentation that sells my product. And let's just say if I spend five hundred dollars and let's just say, for example, it generates five dollar leads, that means that you would have generated one hundred and twenty five leads for that five hundred dollars. This is just an example. Mm-hmm. that's how most people will do it. In some cases, that would be good for them. In some cases, it may be bad. But when they want to scale, what do they do? They put $500 more dollars in. Now they're spending $1,000 a day. They get $5 leads. Now they're at you know 250 leads uh, for that $1,000. That's how most people in their brain operate when it comes to spending money on advertising. But what if I were to tell you that there's a way to actually invest the same amount but scale a lot faster and get much higher quality leads. Would you be interested in me sharing that? With yeah, absolutely. You? All right, so it would be something as simple as this. Let's take that same $500, and let's say instead of trying to go get them to join our you know, product or our school or whatever it is that I'm promoting, let's take that $200 and let's just teach them something of value for free. And you know, with most marketing platforms, like for example, Facebook or YouTube or Instagram, a video view is going to be roughly a, a one penny to three cents per view. So let's say um, I'm an education company and I want to get people to basically apply or to basically enroll in our in our school. What if I taught them? What if there was a training that basically expressed the different types of degrees that you can get and the the salaries that go along with those different types of degrees. So now people are more aware if I had this type of specific situation that I could earn X, Y, Z. And it was just a full on, let's say it's a 15 or 20 minute presentation that just does that targeting your demographic. Let's say you want, you know, males between 18 and 21 in this specific location. And you just blanketed that area with that education, educating them on that situation. Mm-hmm. So you spent that $200 doing that. So that means you're going to, um, for $200, uh, let's see. Let me do the math here. For two hundred at dollars at one cent per view, you're getting about twenty thousand views a day for that two hundred dollars. Now, for the three hundred dollars that's left over for that five hundred dollars in advertising spend a day, let's say you spent the three hundred dollars advertising to only the twenty thousand people that saw that first video. Wow. Like the video, in terms of you know you educating them on the different types of degrees and how much money they can make if they got one, and at this one you say, hey, we're having an open you know session for enrollment and you can come by or you can do this or so whatever your normal process is for you to get people started, you market it to them. Now in this case, because these people already have seen that you taught them something, that you educated them and they already kind of know who you are, typically you're going to see your lead costs you know, get cut you know, in half, if not more. So now let's say that $300 towards that first video audience is only $2 a lead. Guess what? On that $300, you would have got 150 leads versus the $5 leads investing the whole $500. But there's a difference. Those 150 leads had already seen something of value from you first. So what do you think the conversion rate of the leads of the 150 are going to be versus you just investing the $500, just trying to you know, brute force your way into you know, a lead? That's just an example of the difference between you know, the marketing behind the
0: ads. Well, Vince, that's not an example. That was gold. That was phenomenal. Thanks for sharing that.
1: Appreciate that.
0: Um, so can you share a time in your journey where you experienced failure, whether it's in your companies, you know, that you experienced personal failure, business failure?
1: Oh, man, every day. <laughs> I mean, every, I don't think if you're an entrepreneur and you're not failing, you're not trying. I mean, for me, there's not it's not even close that I've had a lot more failures than I've had success. And I think most entrepreneurs, if they're honest, they'll tell you that. Um, but the beauty of the way I see failure is I just see failure, I see frustration, I see all those things that most people see as negative as the world's um, way of telling you you're closer to the money because the average person is going to quit. And if you're the person that finds the solution to that problem, to that failure, okay, that's where the money lies. You know, You know, they say people live their lives avoiding pain, seeking pleasure. I believe you have to reverse it and live your life seeking pain and avoiding pleasure. And you'll realize that the pain isn't even really that painful. <laughs> and you'll laugh and be like, why the heck did I think that was painful? I should have been on this side you know, a long time ago. And I found that to be the case. I mean, I remember my first, uh, my, my buddy who got me into the mortgage business, he was making $30,000 a month working at this nice warm and fuzzy company with a pension and salary and I was working there with him and I remember one day I found out he was leaving to go start his own company and I could not understand how a guy making $30,000 a month would go start his own mortgage company and he asked me to come with him and I went with him and that's literally what sparked my being an entrepreneur because I was like if this guy's making thirty grand a month to me back then thirty grand a month was, could have been $2 million a month. I just couldn't understand it and I'm like, I'm going with him. And then I saw that guy get up every day, which is me, him, another guy in this office with a small little broker shop and I watched him just grind it out. And I watched him and I learned how to start how to, you know, run a business. And I learned that, you know, you have to take calculated risk. But if you're skilled at something and you're passionate about something, you know, I believe that, you know, the sky is the limit for you. But unfortunately, so many people follow the majority and the majority are living ordinary lives in terms of finances. You know, that's why there's more rich people. I mean, that's why there's more broke people than rich people, because they live a traditional, ordinary style of life. And if you really look at the people making all the money, it's not like the broke person couldn't do it. Okay, They just didn't do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So um, I just, you know take those lessons every single day, but I love failure. In fact, I look for frustration. If I'm feeling too comfortable, I get uncomfortable. So what's your
0: latest failure?
1: Oh man. I mean, we try all kinds of different campaigns each and every day and each and every campaign that we try is going to be the one. (laughs) It's just the one that's going to like go nuts and it doesn't, but I learned something from it. Um, You know, in terms of, Uh, different types of failures. Like, so I'll give you an example. We launched a company called setupmyads.com. And when we first launched it, we thought everybody's going to want us to basically help them set up an ad. But what I've realized, and even just what talking to you on, in this podcast, you know, there's a lot more than just setting up an ad. Okay, afterwards, there's tweaking, there's managing, there's all kinds of things. And we realized that, you know, us just setting up a one campaign for people isn't necessarily going to be The best thing for them. So we had to kind of shift the way that company operated um, and make it more about more of like uh, advertising consulting versus us just setting up the ad so you can go get an ad set up and our team will look over it for you and give you the kind of advice and strategies that I just shared with you in that last example versus just going and putting up one ad and it doesn't perform. You're like, oh, that didn't work. You know, when it does work, we just have to tweak it. And the company originally wasn't set up that way. So I would call that a failure when we first launched.
0: Yeah, makes sense. So any personal habits that you have or routines that have led to your success, you know, daily routine that you do?
1: I think you you know me pretty well. You know, I'm pretty um, disciplined in terms of my daily, you know, fitness and diet and um getting better so if there's three things that i definitely do each and every day um it's workout you gotta take care of your body um i try to be conscious of my diet Um, i remember it was about six months ago i kind of made a decision that i'm gonna really really just see what happens and i went on this kind of like 90 day no sugar and, and just saw amazing results um i can't say i've been as strict after the 90 days but definitely compared to what i was before very aware. So that's something that I'm, I'm very aware of. And then um, every day I have a what's called a get better session where I either read a chapter of a book, which I do every single day. And then I'll, um, you know, watch some type of training or product that I, that I purchase. I'm always investing in products and coaching and going to live events. And I try to watch something. I don't care what it is or if I've had to watch it over and over again, I'm constantly trying to grow, you know, if you're not growing, you're dying. There's no staying the same. So, I'm kind of uh, obsessed with that as well.
0: All right. So you mentioned books. So what's what's your latest book that you really are focused on?
1: The latest book that I'm focused on, man. There's so many. I would say the the most recent book that I just reread. Well, I'm I'm reading the book Audience. Um. Because we're right now, I'm reading the book. Audience, I just started. That's the newest one I just started, and that's because we're building this community right now on social media, and I'm kind of into like building these kind of tribes and audiences right now. Um, but audience is a good book, and I can't even think of who is the author right now. But I'm sure if you search audience, you can find it. Um, I love one of my favorite books, is 80/20, uh, Perry Marshall. Um, I think that's so true. I think so many people focus on the 80% of the people who aren't going to do anything. And we really shift our focus to focus on the 20% of the people that are, that are doing all the work. And I think that if people do that, they'll eliminate a lot of fat from their business. For example, most people are constantly trying to get new customers and they're not focused on the customers that they have and getting them to buy more. So we've kind of taken that into our business and really, really just zoned in on the customers and the people that we have. And it's just done you know, amazing things for our business. Um, if you're an internet marketer, obviously looking for traffic and leads is, you know, being biased, I'm going to say definitely think you should check out my book. But um, one of my favorite books is obviously all of Russell's books or beginners, beginners, um, all of the dot-com secrets or the expert secret books I think are good for companies and businesses to understand the overall perspective of um, of just business and setting it up. And then my favorite book in the world is a book called The Richest Man Who Ever Lived. By Stephen K. Scott. It's it's a biblical book actually based on King Solomon's, like all the stuff from that. And I think if anybody wants a jumpstart and different perspective of life and business and uh, marketing, I would definitely check that out.
0: Those are great. Now audience, is that that book that says, um, Marketing in the Age of Subscribers, Fans and Followers by Jeffrey... I think it's R-O-H-R-S,
1: right? And I don't know how good that book is, but that's just what I'm reading right now.
0: (laughs) Okay. We'll see how it is. It's always good content. You can grab a nugget out of each book, right? Mm Mm-hmm. All right. so, So wrapping this up, what's the best advice you've ever received? Who was it from and why was it the best advice?
1: Wow. I have a lot of mentors that have given me a lot of advice, but I'll give you the advice that, Helped me become a millionaire, <laughs> the fastest. And it That's was actually advice. It was my. It was a friend of mine. His name's Matt Lloyd. He runs a company called uh, my, uh, my Online Business Education. His company's paid out over a hundred million dollars in revenue to partners and affiliates. And one day uh, we were in Las Vegas at an event, and we were going to go to dinner. And I went to to basically pick him up from his room. He's like, "Come on in for a second. And I went in his room. He had all these computer screens. With all these different graphs and numbers and things that I didn't even understand at the time. And back then, my company was doing about a million, about a, about a million or a little bit under a million. We had never cracked, uh, you know, two or three million dollars, anything like that. And his company was doing like a million a month. So um, I'm looking at all these numbers and he's like, I'm like, what is this? He's like, dude, I track everything. He's like, Vince, if you wanna make millions and millions of dollars, He's like, you've just got to set one goal. And I'm like, what's that? He's like, you just need to break all of your records from the day before. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, well, this thing, this shows me my leads per day. This shows me my conversions on this part of the funnel. This shows me, it showed everything throughout his whole entire business and the percentages. And he's like, and all I do, I don't care if it's by one tenth of a percent, I just try to break that number every single day. And it changed my life. So every day, the first thing I do, when I get into the office, is we go over the numbers. We have these huge spreadsheets and we have all these different tools and graphs and we check the numbers. And, you know, it's if I got 20 leads yesterday, then I want to get 21 the next day. If I close three sales yesterday, I want to close four sales this day. And obviously, not every day is going to be better than the day before. Um, there's always going to be ups and downs. But if you mentally focus on the numbers and you pay attention to them like it's gold, I guarantee you, okay, you will quadruple your revenue if you just focus on every little step in your business and how can you improve it on a daily basis and pay attention to it. I mean, sometimes we don't pay attention to it to the end of the month. It needs to be a daily thing. And that was the best advice when it came to actually making millions of dollars that I've learned.
0: Oh, that's incredible advice. So if you were right now to call your 20-year-old self, what would you say? What advice would you give yourself?
1: Man, if I were to call myself at 20, i would probably you know and this is the thing like you know we just as as young kids we think we know everything (laughs) so i would try to tell which people try to say you know listen i would probably tell myself to um to i would tell myself to to fail faster meaning like or to think bigger than what i was thinking at 20. you know like 20 you just you know you don't realize the potential and how the scope of the world is. So I would have told myself to think bigger, you know, faster. I would have told myself to get a mentor a lot quicker. Um, and uh, I think that's that's pretty much it, man. Like, just realize that you don't know what you don't know. And, to, and to basically live the rest of your life seeking out the things that you don't know that you don't know. Because we all live in that world of where we just focus on the things that we know and the things that we know that we don't know. And I believe that true wealth comes from when you find the things that you didn't know that you didn't know. And that can only come from just constant growth and pressure to just continue to just gain more knowledge and experiences. So I think I would tell myself that.
0: That's great. So, for our listeners out there, how can they get a hold of you, learn more about what you're doing? Yeah. I your mean, book.
1: I think that if you go on the Amazon, you can um, get the book, um, Internet Traffic and Leads. And, uh, you know, I'm on Facebook. If you go to my business or fan page, however you want to call it, um, it's just Vince Reed live. So facebook.com forward slash Vince read live and uh, definitely uh, connect with me.
0: Great. Well, thank you for being on the show. Great advice. Great input. And for the listeners out there, find something to do unorthodox today. Mm-hmm.